Did you know that we're exposed to thousands of commercial messages every day? And are you aware that consumers tend to trust what influencers say about brands much more than what brands say about themselves? When brands need to cut through the noise and reach consumers, influencer channels offer an unrivaled space to create genuine, meaningful dialogue and connect directly with consumers on their terms. Welcome to Influencer Marketing Talks, a podcast brought to you by Cure Media, a leading influencer marketing company for fashion brands. This is your weekly podcast to understand more about influencer marketing and why it's such a powerful channel when it comes to building trust in your target group. Every Wednesday, we'll cover topics such as how to build a successful influencer marketing strategy, how to measure the effects, the role of influencer marketing in the overall media mix, and of course, the latest trends and insights on what's up in the influencer marketing and social media sphere. And we know you're busy, so every episode is right around 15 minutes. Perfect to tune into on your morning walk, during your morning routine, or on your way to and from work. Join us and our expert guests to stay up to date and take your marketing strategy to the next level with influencer marketing. The world's fastest growing marketing method. I'm Sana Oudmark. And I'm Frida Ekholm. And this is Influencer Marketing Talks. Hi and welcome to Influencer Marketing Talks, a podcast brought to you by Cure Media, the leading and award-winning influencer marketing agency for fashion, home and beauty brands. This is your weekly podcast to learn more about consumer behavior in the digital age and of course, all things influencer marketing in right around 15 minutes. I'm Frida Ekholm and I'm Sana Oudmark and today we have a special episode for you. We get a lots of questions about how the creative process works in our collaborations. So we thought there is actually no better way to find out than to interview you, Frida, who is the creative lead here at Cure Media. So this is a new situation, Frida. You're usually the other host of the podcast, but today you are the guest. Yeah, I'm so excited. Finally, yeah. after two years. <laughs> so um, before we jump into all my questions about the creative process here at Cure Media, could you just describe yourself and your role here at Cure Media? Yeah, of course. So I'm the creative lead here at Cure Media and I'm leading the creative team which is responsible for the creative execution for our influencer collaborations. So I work or the team works very close with our clients and also with the internal operations team to help make the best content possible so that users are stopping in the feed, that they're engaging with the content or whatever the KPI is. And basically the background for this team has been because 
we at Career Media saw the need because we have a very data-heavy uh, foundation and background, but we felt the need to add that, you know, the creative spark because social media today is very crowded. There's a lot of collaborations. There's a lot of content. So what makes the difference that makes a difference? And that's where my team comes in. So basically now we have the best of both worlds. We have data and we have the creative spark. Yeah. And today, as you said, you need both. So a couple of years ago, you could get away with not as creative campaigns or not as data-driven campaigns. But today, as the market is maturing and it's getting more and more crowded, you really need to be top of the game in both fields. Definitely. That's super. Yeah, super exciting. So many agencies have creative teams, but in which ways would you say that the creative team at Cure Media, the processes we have, does it differ from how other companies work? Yes, I would say so. Um, our, I can go through our process, how we usually work uh, with our clients to come up with the ideas uh, and to make the best possible content. And the most important thing is to know the audience and know the audience well. So if we're talking Gen Z and millennials, uh, mostly women, that is, is uh, our, the target audience for our clients, it's a constant work of staying up to date with what the target audience is uh, thinking, uh, watching, uh, wanting in terms of marketing and communications. So this includes both a lot of scrolling on social media because, you know, that's, that's where the people are and you need to be there too, as well as reading research, uh, research reports, uh, insights, listening to podcasts around how these people behave. Yeah, and that's a jungle that changes constantly as well. Yeah. And with this as the foundation, we move on to the next step. So, which is get to know the client. And here we always gather as much materials as possible. Uh, we look at tone of voice documents, brand guidelines, uh, social media channels, and everything that we can get our hands on to get to know the brands better. Uh, because ultimately we want to speak as the brand speaks. We want to look as the brand looks. Uh, so this is a very important step uh, for us because it's uh, it's their brand that needs to be shown and remembered in this their influence marketing activations. Yeah. And lastly, one of uh, my best advice is to look at what are other um, like competitors doing but mostly important what are competitors not doing and here you can be as creative as you want to but you can take inspiration from other industries so if you're a beauty beauty brand look at um, uh, fashion brands or look at service brands or yeah take inspiration but the most important thing is to do what other people or other brands are not doing yeah, you don't want to be that brand just piggybacking others. Then you're one step too late. Yeah, of course you can get inspired by brands that are doing certain things good, but you sh you shouldn't copy others because then you will just be a uh, one one among them all. Definitely. And what I also think 
is interesting. And I know many agencies work with creating these big pitches before they have won the client or how to say, uh, and before they actually know the client or know the target audience. So what you guys do and what we do is that before we do this big pitch, as you say, we get to know the client and we get to know the target audience because then the creative pitch will become much more relevant um, than if you were not, it just becomes a bit more general if you start at the other, other end of the spectrum. Yeah, definitely. And of course you can come up with like brief ideas or this is how we think or have ideas on how your brand could look like on social media, but it's very hard to be very precise when you don't know the brand. It's like um, uh, taking a chance. Yeah, I agree. So looking at all the collaborations that we are doing today, what would you say are the most important factors for a successful one and from a creative point of view? Oh, I could talk for hours about this, but I have one thing that I think is good to keep in mind for all or everything that you put on social media. And it is that it's valuable for your audience and valuable could be, it's a very like open word and there's a lot of uh, ways you can interpret it, but it should, the content or the commercial or everything, it should inspire, educate, or add something more than just your commercial message. A good way to find out like what this could be is to simply go back to how does your product or service make your audience's lives easier because that's ultimately why you exist and why it it should go well for your brand because it makes it saves them money it helps them save time or it's fun yeah it's something that adds value and that is so important to really enhance in influencer collaborations would you say that there is a common mistake that you see brands doing when it comes to the creative side yes um this is also, this is a hard one because it depends on the product or service a lot. But I think there's a big mistake is to have no like personality or not have fun. Like mar marketing on social media should be fun. Or even if it's, um, or it should be entertaining if it's like a, now I'm talking like fashion, beauty, home, lifestyle products or services. It should be fun and like bring your brand personality into into the collaboration because the influencer also wants to know like who are the people behind this company what is the reason why this product or service exists so really uh, highlight that i think usually uh, many influencer collaborations just falls very flat it doesn't feel like um you don't feel something when you watch it i agree that i mean there's so many of them as well so you need you need to evoke a feeling or, or add something because otherwise we will just scroll, scroll away to the next yeah. one. Yeah. So if we look at all the clients that we work with, uh, and I know you have creative concepts of all kinds for the different clients, but if you were to describe two different examples of how you have worked with a creative concept, just to show how creative can mean very different things, depending on the product and the industry. Yes, there's a, a big difference between 
depending on the product, the brand or the service, which is sometimes a challenge, but is also the opportunity. Um, so to give you an example, we work with DHL Express, which is a client, and they, of course, have a service that doesn't show as good as a lipstick or a, a piece of uh, clothing. So it's not a classic influencer product. And here we have moved towards bigger creative concept to really highlight the brand and what they stand for. So we highlight their employees. We talk about Ramadan, which, has, which is a very big period for uh, DHL Express. Um, but then there's also other brands that are more like influencer uh, common, uh, for example, beauty and fashion. And here we can see within beauty, uh, it's a lot about trends. So beauty is one of the biggest uh, product categories on social media. And here it can differ a lot between brand. But one interesting insight that, that we have looked into more is that there are three overall uh, trends we can see when it comes to beauty, depending on the brand. And that is aspirational uh, content, which is more for the luxury brands, you know, when you want to highlight a feeling of opening the product or a lifestyle that um, connects to the product. We have inspirational, which is when you want to inspire on using the product, uh, how you can use it and so on. And then we have educational, which is very educational heavy. You want to highlight uh, functional ingredients or how to use it. It's very more like it could be advanced, but it could also be like pharmacy brands and so um, and also one interesting thing that we can, you can work with, with a creative point of view and that we do here at Cure Media is brand cues, which is very interesting because as the, the social media sphere is getting more crowded, it's hard to, you really need to remember the brand after watching the content. You know, that's the point uh, of the collaboration. So here we can, you can work with colors, you can work with uh, hooks, overlay text, you have seen it on TikTok, uh, already in the influencer brief, so that it then can make the difference in the content. So if you have, uh, if your logo is green, then you can use that type of colors and emojis or the background or yeah, the, there's no creative limit here. Not even the sky is the limit. No. Okay, so... Surely, some trends that we're seeing from a content point of view. Oh, um, as I said uh, earlier, I would say value, value, value. Create value, talk about your story, uh, more like who are you behind the brand? What are your product uh, helping your audience with? Uh, and also, I think more content that is outside of home, maybe outside or there's more like a creative touch to it. So no more COVID content at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it, it works very well, of course, still. Uh, but I think we will see more like out and about content, like uh, less in the bathroom maybe and more like doing your skincare routine outside. Yeah. I love that. Okay, before we wrap up, can you just give me uh, what's hot and what's not in the creative influencer marketing space? Yes, um, of course. And I will start with what's not so hot. And I see this all the time, especially on TikTok. Brands that are putting their, basically their TV commercial in a new format. And um, 
make an ad out of it and put it on TikTok. Basically, showing a product and making a big smile. Yeah, it, you can see that it's commercial. Like, it it's not relevant to my feed, and it's not what I'm looking for now. So it's disturbing. Make content uh, and ads that are adapted to the platforms. Yeah, and when we say adapted, we do not mean just changing the formats. Exactly. <laughs> and what is hot? Um. What is hot? Yeah, there's a lot of things, but I would say hooks, which I mentioned uh, earlier. It's like overlay text. It originates from TikTok, but it has started to um, gain traction on Instagram as well. So it's basically a text uh, headline that makes the viewer know what they are, uh, what's coming, what they are seeing soon. Um, and also video that has, you know, the little extra thing. Um, me personally, I love uh, both videos, but I also love uh, photo dumps. You know, the weekend photo dumps, it's more like authentic and it feels very close to heart. Yeah, I agree. This was so fun, Frida, to interview my fellow co-host. Yeah, it was super fun to be both the host and the guest. Best of two worlds. Yes. If you want to continue staying up to date on our weekly podcast episodes, influence marketing, and what's up on the consumer marketing scene, make sure you follow us on our platforms at Cure Media.